Good morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. I, uh, <clears throat> looking at this passage here in our text today of Exodus chapter number 13, we'll be finishing out the chapter here. Um, I'm reminded on some lessons about leadership, and I think this topic became very important for me, especially um, since in uh, be- prior to becoming a pastor, all of my jobs have implied leadership <laughs> along with them. I've been I've been in management my entire entire life. I've not been a underworker very long at all, actually. So, but uh, knowing how to lead is not something that naturally comes to every single one of us. And whether we are in management or not in the secular workforce, we are leaders of somebody usually. Whether it is uh, leaders of our own children, whether it is uh, leaders of our wife and in our families, um, whether it is leaders of our Sunday school classes or the kids in the nursery or <laughs> or even just the influence that we have in other people's lives by our example, we show an element of leadership in that. And as we look at Exodus chapter number 13, we're going to see as God takes the people of Israel out of the land that they need to be led in the right ways. Let's go and start reading. Exodus 13, verse 17. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the, pe- let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up har- harnessed out of the land of Egypt, um, and that word harnessed is interesting where we can talk about that in a second here. But, And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. And to go by day and night, and he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So here we see the Lord God leading the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. And and we can derive from this different principles on leadership and how God led his people. I I noticed four as I was doing my devotions in, in this passage. So if you just ask yourself, how did God lead? That's how you're going to come up with these answers here, okay? How did God lead? The first thing we see is that he led with concern. Uh, The first thing we see God saying is, um, actually, let's just go back to verse 17. It says here that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. Why? For God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. God had concern. He knew that seeing war was not going to be a good situation for the people of Israel who just come out of years and years and years of slavery in the land of Egypt. And when they, if they were to see the Philistines and their warlike nature and the wars that they were constantly waging, they would have lost heart. They would have given up. They would have been discouraged from following him. And so God wisely leads them in a different direction, lest they see war. God didn't want Israel to lose heart and to give up. 
And I think when, when we are tired and distressed, it is hard to think about all that God wants to do for us in the, in the future. Just like these Israelites, if they have seen the battle and they're tired, it's hard for them to see the victory that could be, possibly be theirs. But God cared enough not to show them the whole picture at the wrong time. That's, that's key here. God was, God was led them with a concern for their heart and for their, their courage, okay? Secondly, he led them wisely. He knew that if they saw war, what would they do? They would return to Egypt, okay? God knew that seeing war would cause them to quit, so he led them in another direction. And so we see here that God leads them not through certain directions, and he leads them instead in other directions, because he wisely makes choices knowing the circumstances that are going to affect the people of Israel. How often do we consider the people that we have and the fallout from the decisions that we make? Sometimes leaders can be, this is what I want to do and we're going to do it no matter what anybody else says. And we don't care about the, the fallout. And that's, that's not always the wisest thing to do. Sometimes... There are some decisions that are just right and wrong, and you have to make the right choice no matter what the fallout is going to be. But a, a good leader is going to be wise. He's going to see he's going to see the potential problems that could arise, and he's going to seek to avoid them. So God leads with concern for his people. He is compassionate about them. He isn't just using them as a tool and running roughshod over them. He is also wise in, in what he, the decisions that he makes as he leads. He also leads clearly. Notice how did God lead? It says in verse number 21, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and by night. It was unmistakable that this is what God wanted for their life. Now, for those of you who are struggling with deciding something is God's will in your life, this is an important point. As we walk with the Lord, God is going to make it clear what he wants us to do. Oftentimes we struggle with doubt and, and uh, what do you call it? <laughs> we struggle with doubt and we're, in, and we're insecure in making decisions. A lot of times, I think it's because we're not walking close enough to hear the voice of the Lord as he tries to direct us. And, and I know we don't like to hear that because a lot of us think, oh, we're good Christians. But there, but there are so many times when we are not walking with the Lord as close as we could. And it causes us to doubt the direction that he's trying to give us. But God wants to lead clearly. He wants to make his will clear. And this is why it's so important that when we're trying to decide what to do, we always make sure that we go back to Scripture because it is clear, right? Scripture, scripture is clear in what it tells us to do. And if what we want to do is in contradiction to that clearly revealed will of God, we should know that it's not right. God doesn't want us to be constantly living our lives in, in doubt and in certain uncertainty in our lives. And so I think sometimes we struggle with, with finding God's will, but it is usually because we have not prepared our heart to hear it or because we don't want it or we're asking the wrong questions at the wrong time. It's not time to know the answer for, yet. 
<clears throat> so, but God seeks to lead clearly. He has this big, huge pillar of a cloud at the daytime. Like, I don't know, maybe it looked like a tornado. Okay. And that's unmistakable. And then at night that, that tornado becomes a pillar of fire. And you know, this is where God wants you to go. But not only did God lead with concern, he led wisely, he led clearly, but he led faithfully. Verse 22, he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God was faithful to give them the guidance that they needed. He didn't want them to have to figure things out on their own. He continued to lead so that at each step, they could look to him for direction. God wants us to be able to trust in him for direction in our own lives and to know that he will be faithful to direct us. If we put ourselves in the right position where we honestly want his direction and we are honestly seeking it and, uh, and, and seeking him, God is going to be faithful to give us the direction in the time that we need the direction. And so we can depend on him and we can trust on him, on, in him. Now, all of this has described how God leads. And it's a, it's a challenge for us who are leaders as well to do the same thing. Do we care about people that we lead? Or do we just want to do what we want to do? Do we lead wisely? Do we stop and think about the decisions we make and the results of those decisions? Do we lead clearly? This, this is sometimes hard for somebody like me because I am not a micromanager. I believe micromanagement leads to abuse a lot of times um, and it treats people like they're children. But there are some people who they need that in their lives. That's just how they're structured. And, and so I tend to be less clear in my leadership than I ought to be. And this is a challenge to clearly state what is expected and what um, you want and how things should be done. If you are going to, if you're going to hold people to us, to that standard, state it, communicate it, be clear about it. Right. And God is clear about what he wanted them to do, but then be faithful. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be flaky where you're in and you're out. Sometimes you're good. Sometimes you're bad. You're here. You're there. You're not dependable. People can't look to you for leadership because you don't follow through. You're not there all the time. You don't do what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it. If you're, if you're that kind of a leader, people will not follow you because they, they, they know that they're going to get hurt at some point. The Proverbs talks about a man, an undet, uh, undependable man being like a broken bone. You put your weight on it, it's just going to hurt. That's all it's going to be if you're not dependable. And so we need to be dependable leaders, just like God is faithful to lead us by day and by night. Hope this has been a challenge for you today. Have a great day. God bless.